Hello and welcome back to Disney Nerds Plus, where we talk about your favorite nerd, 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 nerdy shows on Disney Plus. <laughs> I think I just had a stroke. This is episode 47 for Ahsoka number six, far, far away. Still Thursday, September 21st, 2023. I'm Shane. Oh, I'm Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was fast. Uh, hey, what's happening? A uh, long time no see. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we just got done doing another episode, just letting people. Uh, know. Well, it's my fault because I, you know, had it's to catch your, and... your fault, yeah. <laughs> um, no, definitely, I... definitely not. Uh, and not Sucked. a problem <laughs> to happy to postpone. I just um, wish I didn't postpone on the big freaking episode that we had, I had to do. Uh, yeah, but at least, you know, you got to, uh, at least you only had like a 35 minute one. At least you didn't have to, um, yeah, try to do it super sick. <laughs> that would have been no good. Uh, oh, I had COVID brain, so it wouldn't work right. It would have like, <laughs> been like, uh, they, uh, they fought <laughs> and, they did, uh, they did said some stuff and. And then there was some big, big daddy whales. Sometimes I feel that way when uh, <laughs> it's just on a normal day. So, uh, yeah. So uh, this here, this episode, uh, well, we'll get to it. But uh, I have, I feel like I have some problems with this title. <laughs> um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, but but before, before before anything, previously on Ahsoka. Uh, she uh the 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 same the person we just said the name of the the person Ahsoka she's she goes in that world a worlds between world a world between worlds world between worlds I don't know if the a is capitalized or not uh I just say a world between worlds I mean I'm gonna say we don't capitalize the a maybe anyway she trained with with Anakin there uh and uh. They go from uh, they go from the the typical uh, I don't know what you call it the the classic look of the of a world between worlds uh, that we saw Ezra and and I guess Ahsoka in in the animated stuff before to uh, Anakin breaking through the the pathway and then kind of like revisiting the past and uh, 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 first it was, it was just initially like her first was her first mission initially that we see play out one of the first she says one yeah. of the first missions and we see the younger Soka live action of course uh, which we hadn't seen it was it was cool to, to see all this stuff play out in live action and then um, and then we see the jumps to the Tijan Mandalore um Mm -hmm. and uh that was it there before that that we see rex rex was was rex was in c well he's in both scenes but you don't hear him say anything in the first scene you see him sit on the soak at the siege right nanakin says he he doesn't recognize that particular battle because he wasn't there um he's turning into darth vader yep um Still cool to see some form of Rex. <laughs> um, still, I'm still hoping we get to see more of him at some point, uh, live action. But so then, uh, yeah. So they're out. A bunch of them are out looking for Soka, uh, Hera, Jason, Captain Tiva, and Huyang. All are kind of searching. And uh, Jason ends up hearing lightsabers over the ocean, which gets them to do a more of a thorough search out there um they do end up finding her and saving her and uh then ahsoka's kind of like meditating concentrating over by the henge slash shrine whatever you want to call it and uh kind of looks up and knows she knows what they need to do to go after sabine and uh so they do they take those uh pergle uh, just in time before the the fleet comes to like arrest them or whatever they were gonna do, <laughs> and they get out of there. Uh, but yeah, Hera, there was a they go in the mouth of the pergol, the big <laughs> the big daddy pergol as you dubbed it, um, 
And uh, but Hera, on the other hand, we don't. She seemed like she was probably not like there wasn't good things happening for her. Seemed like. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll possibly have to see what happens. I'm hope I'm hoping good things, but I don't know. Maybe if maybe if they yeah. If it's like anything else, if good things happen past this point, then then perhaps she'll be commendated. We shall see. So, as the last episode ended, uh, as you mentioned, uh, seeing the hyperspace through the whale's teeth, same deal here, kind of how it starts off, but we actually see all that swirl multi-colored swirl around the Pergo, which is a hyperspace we have not seen not seen before <laughs> very uh it psychedelic like a, it must be like a, a faster form of hyperspace right yeah i mean i think that's safe to say yep like, um, but pretty <laughs> at pretty. the same time yeah uh it's so pretty I thought, uh, and there were some funny quips from uh, Hu Yang here about uh, intergalactic travel within a star whale. Now I really have done it all. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I love Hu Yang. He's awesome. He's yeah. one of the favorites. And he ends up asking uh, Ahsoka if he wants, her to, wants him to tell her a story uh, <laughs> and then brings up History of the Galaxy, parts one, two, and three. What? <laughs> One being the best. Oh, and then and then Ahsoka says one being the best, of course. Uh, which, like, I couldn't help but think, is that like <laughs> that almost feels like a um, like a direct nod at the three sequel trilogies, like <laughs> like people having their preference of uh, which one. No, like. I, no, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I know there's a, a, there's a direct. I'm sure there's a there's a specific thing that this means in in well, canon, but. I feel like there's there's either there's two two things I've heard. One, it could be that they're talking about the three trilogies, like you said, right? Yeah. Like trilogy one, trilogy two, trilogy three, or they're talking about the OG one, two, and three, which would be the original trilogy. You know. Uh yeah. I mean, I don't. I kind of I kind of think it means your favorite New Hope. Sure. I kind of so uh, yeah. I assumed it was some kind of nod to that, but 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 in reality, I figured it was like history that was like longer ago history than that, like old wow. Republic stuff. And but I don't know. I, don't I mean, I was. Think, I mean, it's the history of the galaxy. Like the old Republic stuff's got to be in there, right? Like. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. The first part, probably like the beginning of everything, like what happened, how do, how did we all figure everything out? Like now that we're, where we're at, how did right. we get to that point? Right. Yeah, especially if it was um, in the Jedi archives, like, then there wouldn't even have been at the time. Uh, yeah, anything past that point, right? Unless mm -hmm. unless it's been updated since or whatever, maybe. But anywho, uh, so um, yeah, what? So she didn't tell Hera. Um, well, I think she's telling Hu Yang that that she she didn't she actually didn't tell, tell Hera, Hera that um, that Sabine went willingly with uh, with Shin and uh, Balin, but or well, <laughs> Morgan, Shin, and Balin. Um, but, uh, you know, and then goes on to say how she could have ended it, no throne, no war, and then Huyang says, and no Ezra. And, you know. Mm. And this is funny Very because much. up until this point, feels like Huyang almost is like kind of ripping on Sabine a lot, but it almost feels like he's more on her side now <laughs> in this. Uh, yeah. He's harder on her, but he seems like he's more of a, you know, like relates to her more almost. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he goes on to say it may have been the only choice for Sabine, and um, yeah, Hu Yang really did um, 
Uh, after she, first first uh, Ahsoka didn't want to hear a story, then she, on second thought, maybe tell me a story after all. And he really does start it off with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Which I was like, that's a really uh, that's that's like really crazy how they just tied that in in there. Like, well, yeah, I'm like oh, that's fun. That's a little cool. on like the it. nose. I mean, like I don't I know. Liked it. I liked it. It was cool. I think it was too on the nose for my taste, but again, and that's where we get the episode title here, which for whatever reason, when I heard that, when I read that title, didn't even click when I see the, just the end part of that, it didn't click for me until, till this line, but. So then on the eye of Scion, uh, we see Sabine is, uh, she's out, but her arms are cuffed. Shackled. Yeah, which is not uh, not exactly how I expected for her, for Balin holding up his end of the bargain for this to go down. But no, no, well, you know, seems like Balin's kind of a douche. Yeah, <laughs> but not as douchey as <laughs> he seems the least douchey of the of the trio here. Like uh, between Morgan, is- Shin, and Balin, I think he's probably the nicest of the three. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, so he comes to her cell window and, um, you know, she's kind of giving him crap that she would have preferred a room with a view. And, uh, then she goes on to say how they had a, they had a deal. He's clearly not fulfilling that. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, they only talk briefly, but they then she ends up talking with uh, Morgan a bit, and um, he still thinks that she could be of some use. Um, but you know, she thinks her focus. Uh, oh, he thinks her hit her focus to find Ezra blinds her, but that she could still be of use. Um, uh, yeah, so. They, uh, once they were, they get to their destination, there's a very loud, thunderous exit out of hyperspace. Um, which is kind of interesting. Like the ship itself, when it goes to hyperspace, is so powerful and everything, and it makes all the ships fine. I guess it's almost like a, I, it makes me think of how, what do they call that behind planes that like force that, blows things in the air if you're behind a plane or whatever. It's almost like that, maybe. Um, oh. The, dr- the drift? Draft? Or? Yeah, something no. like that. Something like that. Kind of like when you get cl- too close to another car and you can like try to slingshot around them. Like, in the, they're drag, drag. That's what it is, drag. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah! Something like <laughs> that. what it's called on a plane. Oh. Uh Forest behind plane. Uh, back, backdraft? No, not backdraft. <laughs> um, draft? Oh, yeah, maybe draft. That's, that makes sense. Forces. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's planes taking off. There's some movie with John Cusack. Uh, Forest is called The Lift. Well, not The Lift. Anyway, it's relevant. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Interesting. Obviously, it doesn't affect the ship itself. Is what it, is what I'm getting at. Like it doesn't go flying it. at the same time. Um, it's also a large, large ring. But um, so where they arrive is the planet of Peridia. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like that. I don't know why I sounded like Peridia. Was, sounded like I was auto tuned when I said that. Just <laughs> Peridia. Okay, T Pain. John Cusack, 2012 movie. No, no, not 2012. It's like an older movie, Herschel. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess Peridia is the ancient homeworld of of Morgan's ancestors, the Dothamiri. Doth, Dothamiri? Dothamiri, yeah. Dothamiri. And uh, yeah, the, them, they're witches. Um Cause what's the, where what's the name of the planet? Um, oh, is it Dathomir? 
Dathomir is the planet in the Star Wars galaxy. And confusing. <laughs> the Star Wars galaxy, yeah. Um, right. Which is also the planet of uh, Darth Maul's race, right? Um, so yeah and then they proceed to talk about how the Purgle used to be that the that the witches used to ride them which I thought was kind of weird <laughs> uh, ride that Purgle woo <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, maybe maybe in their mouths was the like like they're doing uh, but they so I guess this is also a graveyard for Purgle where the Purgle went to die and somehow decay in space. Space. <laughs> like, I was thinking that same thing. I'm like, I don't think this would happen in real space, but okay. Not and Connor we'll Herschel. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Connor. he's going to tell me, say anything or something. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, but there is some, uh, some big old uh, d- deteriorating Bones. whale bone yeah like rib cages and stuff whale they... carcasses <laughs> and they're exploding them on the beach and <laughs> no yeah just uh kind of so floating... does that mean that whole ring around that back planet is just whale carcasses everywhere and... <laughs> yes <laughs> i think you finally got it i think pushing 10 is the movie i'm thinking of yeah because billy bob's in it too um but yeah that movie has that force i'm talking about behind the plane uh where there's actually kind of a funny scene in that movie where, yeah, that force is put into play. Figure out what the force is called, Herschel. Maybe that's <laughs> me. Yeah, if you can find that out, that'd be cool too. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we see those whale, big old whale rib cages and things that are they're just kind of floating through, and oh, they receive. Wait. What's that? It's a big old whale. Yep. Um, Big fat 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 whale. Um, yeah, fat and they're not they're not all. they're not floating through Brennan Fraser or anything here. So, that's, <laughs> um, I still have to see that movie. Uh, but uh, no, me neither. <laughs> they uh, so they get a beacon from uh, the planet's surface, um, and uh, we see. Uh, we see the guards takes the bean out of her cell and uh, they go into a little transport. I put ship, I guess transport down to the surface. And uh, on the way down, we see some very tall, uh, thin statues. Some of them are just kind of big heads, but yeah, they're all just very narrow looking figures. Creepy, creepy looking. Yeah, and then there's like a lake or some kind of water um, as well. A little bath bit of a... Water. What's that? So it's bath water. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, Morgan is very <laughs> pleased. She's smiling as we as they descend onto the she's surface. She's, she's back to her ancestral home. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Good, good reason to be happy. Um <laughs> And they land on one of those circular platforms, um, docking bay thing. I don't know what you call it. Landing pad, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best. Landing pad would work. Landing sure. docking station. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, pretty much right out in front of them, we see. Another one of those, uh, like henge looking shrine things, except in this course, case, this one looks nice. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, which is kind of funny because this is, I think things would just be look older here, but <laughs> it's like uh, kept up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see three cloaked, red cloaked, uh, witches, uh, very much, uh, in keeping with the ones on Dathomir. Um, oh, they sure did when they started talking. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So they actually brought that in the canon or into live action. Now. Cool. Yeah, and they've got uh, they've got three orbs with uh, like a laser triangular beam around. It's connecting them. 
yeah, I don't know what they were doing at that point. It was really kind of weird. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's almost like um, they were uh, like that had to do with with the with the beacon to them or something, or um, that was how they were transmitting to the ship or something. Like, not entirely sure, or maybe just meditating, um, some kind, but. Uh, Triangular is three. It's like Trinity of some kind represents something, I'm sure. Um, but uh, whatever this energy is, uh, I guess we've kind of seen similar types of electrical energy in the Star Wars galaxy before. Yeah, yeah I would say we have. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, they... Uh, they stop doing what they're doing. They come over and greet uh, Morgan. And uh, Morgan says that uh, she heard their dream and that uh, they... I had a dream. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that uh, that she came as Thrawn had promised them. And, uh, and then it's kind of a weird thing where they say, and you shall wait. Because <laughs> she asks, Can I, where is Thrawn? And, she, and they tell her, You shall wait. He is coming. Like, which is kind of just, <laughs> just uh, it's like, Hey, we're on the same side, but you're going to wait. Okay. Just wait your, just wait your turn. Damn turn. Yep. And then one of them also makes a comment about, uh, um, I think they say, It reeks of Jedi. They yep, continue. Yep. I was like, Wow. <laughs> Sounds like they don't like Jedi. They go on to refer to yeah, Sabine as it constantly here. But she uh and they bring the the uh, the laser balls over. <laughs> the laser they lo- ball. Levitate uh, they go over and uh surround Sabine and bind her with a with the Laser, laser rope. Laser. Call it laser rope, I guess. Laser rope. Um, laser rope. And they say it will wait in solitude. Uh, Sabine continues uh, talking about the deal that they had to do. We had a deal. Uh, and then they, the laser balls go proceed to drop her down in a cell. Once again, another cell. As they do. And then in the next scene, we see it's a three wolf night. We see uh, three of these, well, what we find out to be are called howlers. Uh, howling, <laughs> turns out. Uh, mm. as, they, as they do usually when you howl, have a howler, they howl. Howl, howl. Kind of in the foreground as it pans over to this uh, complex, I guess. Whatever it is. Yeah. Temple thing? Uh, I don't actually know. But we'll just say building. <laughs> I think it's safe to say. Um, right, uh, sinister agents, we're calling them, right? Collectively. Or uh, Shin, Shin and uh, Balin. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we see a ship take off. Who? Yeah, the ship that takes was off. Their, that was their ship. It was just going back up to the the big ring ship or the, the eye of Siam. This is like dro- droid piloted. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So then, uh, so Shin and Balin, um, they're kind of like, they're looking around. They're kind of admiring the architecture of this, this hinge. Like you pointed out, like it's, uh, it's actually pretty intricate patterns, um, on the little pillars on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Balin and Shin kind of have a little have a little heart to heart. Start talking about old stories, or that <laughs> that the uh, that this particular galaxy was part of old stories, basically tales. Um, and uh, tales of the Jedi didn't really like they weren't meant to be thought as reality. Um, and he go down to went on to talk about how he watched the Jedi temple burn and continued talking about how, as you get older, you realize, uh, it's all inevitable. Like kind of like 
some folks just want to watch the world burn. Um, but that history, basically the history repeats itself again and again. Yeah. And, uh, the sort of power that many seek, um, but Shin in particular seems to seek more than Balin even, uh, and that, that power is fleeting. Um, but what he seeks is the beginning, um, like a new Something beginning. New. Yep. Again, sounds pretty uh pretty Thanosy to me, but <laughs> uh yep. You know, Disney probably a lot of their properties sharing each other's <laughs> thoughts at this point. Yeah. Common yeah. Uh, but uh I mean it's Filoni, you know. But uh it is Filoni. He's great. I love him. Yeah. Love his work. Good stuff. Good stuff, Filoni, good stuff. Um yeah, so then we see Sabine in the cell there. Um and she's uh yeah, she says it's Hoka's name for whatever reason, although it's not super clear. This is this is one of those cases where subtitles helps. Um, a little whisper. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, What am I doing? And then she says, All right. She holds her hand up again to try to use the force once more on this door uh, to try to break out. And we see, we hear, and we see rumbling going on. Oh my God. But no, no, no. Once again, it is not. <laughs> it is for not for her to be able to use her force powers still. Damn it. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Um, Damn it. But it is instead, of course, this giant Star Destroyer known as the Chimera. Yeah, the Chimera. Imperial class Star Destroyer. Doesn't say Super Star Destroyer. I think we've talked about this before. Not. Yeah, I don't think it's a Super Star Destroyer. It's not a Super Star one, Destroyer. It's, it's just, a, it's, it, it's, it's, the, the, it's the ship that holds <laughs> the made the man. <laughs> it sounded like you're going to use the like Millennium Falcon line there or something. That made the Kessel run. Uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like the super, I don't know how many Super Star Destroyers there were, but Vader or uh, Emperors, you know, were certainly. Well, on they one. had that big that that really big one. That was a Super Star Destroyer, right? At the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Or fluent. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, so maybe there was only really ever like one of those or something, you know. I think it was cool though to see that they actually brought, you know, obviously they're keeping it pretty close to what where we left off in Rebels, but the Sea Thrawn ship all messed up because of the Pergil pulling it out into hyperspace and then having to have all that gold looking patches all over it. That's pretty gnarly. Oh, okay, because like I noticed. I noticed that well what's coming up we see we see a lot of the a lot more of the gold you're referring to, but uh I'll have to go back and and look at the ship now because that's that's cool to know. So Chimera uh gold patches. I kinda wanna see if there's any any images of it. Um but it does yeah. come What's that? I was gonna say, doesn't it look like when they when the 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 chimera is coming up and lowering itself down by that pillar where they're all standing? Doesn't it look like when it sits there, it's like it's a model. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like literally they're just. It looks like a model. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that yeah. is kind of funny. It is like a pedestal <laughs> that a model would sit on. Uh, <laughs> Maybe subconsciously, I was like thinking, "That's cool." I think I was thinking, "Like, oh, that's cool that it, that fits right on that on that pillar or pedestal." But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> good call. Um, it's a good, it's a good effect, though, right? So it, yes, indeed. So it descends upon this pillar where you know all of our cast members are standing, <laughs> and uh, then we see just a giant ass army of these 
dirty looking slash gold plated stormtroopers. Like you said, so a lot of the armor clearly had been damaged over the years and replaced. They've been out there nine years now, so. And uh, yeah, replaced with this gold. Um, And all the troopers are chanting Thrawn over and over. We see this. Actually, I didn't tie. Is it en- Enoch? I always no. want to say Enoch, but they were, I swear they were pronouncing it like Enoch or something. Uh, nope. They said Enoch. Okay. It's, anyway, they. Uh, a biblical, it's a biblical name. That's why I think it's like a. Has, it has some sort of meaning, so we'll find out who this guy or person, trooper, Knight. They're called night troopers in this. I noticed in the subtitles it said night trooper. This might be loud if I do this. I'm going to turn this down real quick. Hold on. Enoch. <laughs> Sorry. You probably couldn't hear that. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. We're all with it. Um, so, yeah. Enoch uh, is kind of like giving the orders to the troopers and this being a like gold uh, face mask looking trooper. Um, it's got like the whole face <laughs> is gold, uh, which looks pretty it's, badass. <clears throat> yep. I like it. And uh, I like it a lot. And we see Thrawn walking down the middle of the. It's another one of those ones where you could play it. <laughs> like music is everything. And <laughs> change it to that yeah. <laughs> whatever that one is that's got the uh the emperor walking off that <laughs> changes up the music mm, yep. that's funny uh but no we get the classic ominous thrawn uh organ music playing uh of course which is very much signature signature stuff. for sure but very uh very chills uh goosebumps moment here we yeah. finally get to yep. see live action thrawn walking marching down the center aisle here. And uh, he, when he gets to the front, uh, he, the first thing he says, oh man, and this is like, they, he's perfect voice for this character. And um, mm-hmm. like, because up until this point, all we'd seen was the like one shot of him, of that particular actor as Thrawn and everybody thinking it looked like Elon Musk. But, uh, all that worry, one shot. All that worry kind of went away when I heard the voice. I feel like because it was like, oh shit, yeah, no, this is that's that's like that voice makes that character having that voice like that. Like, damn, without I'd a doubt, terrified, without <laughs> a doubt. Yep. And uh, the first thing he says is, "What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality for those who may oppose us." Right, just saying that, just like that's the first thing he says. I'm like, man, this this guy is scary. Like, yeah. And uh, he goes on to uh, salute the great mothers, the three great mothers that were there, and uh, praises Morgan Elsbeth for bringing them. Good job, uh, Morgan. You did it. <laughs> we're coming to save, uh, to take him away from exile. Um. Goes on to say that Enoch's going to begin uh, the cargo transfer per agreement with the Great Mothers. Um, this is, I'll be dead honest. Bodies. What's that? That's what are dead bodies that they're taking. Oh, God. Do they? Those are Night Sisters. All Night Sisters dead. So, yeah. Because Morgan's like, there's, there, there, I've seen the catacombs. It's going to take you at least three rotations. And. Every one of those canisters is literally a, a dead night sister or night mother or something. So, is so the I think th- they're going to take them back and they're going to try to resurrect, resurrect them just them, like in, yeah. in Clone Wars and stuff. Wow. Plus, well, we already saw that. What's that? What's what was that guy's name? The one that died in episode four. Merrick. Merrick. Yeah, he right. was he was a night sister like right uh, magic in him. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Very so, true. Who knows? Maybe the night troopers, maybe half these, some of these night troopers are not alive. Yep, could be. Enoch has a really weird talking. He's got that robotic modulator when he talks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, And I don't know about you. Did you... Th- like with every person that's masked, like, is this Ezra? Is this Ezra? Like, I'm thinking, like, no, I was, uh, I was not thinking that. I was just like, wow, these look, these look like some crazy troopers here. Never yeah. seen this happen, but yeah, I'm just saying. At first, it was Merak. Then I'm like, is it, could that be Ezra? Then and then I thought the same thing with e, uh, Enoch. Um, but thankfully, did. I didn't. I actually didn't think that. I was just. Waiting, just waiting. Yeah. I knew that we were finally getting close to Ezra. I didn't, I didn't know if it was going to be this episode or next episode. So, right. So then, um, yeah, Balin ends up uh, mentioning that they brought Sabine. Or I think, um, I think Thrawn uh, picked up on it first or something. Oh, that they mentioned. Somebody mentioned they had a prisoner. Um, Balin. Oh, the. <clears throat> uh, the 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 mothers did the great mothers, right? Balin uh, mentions that he brought Sabine, who Thrawn is familiar with. Um, Morgan introduces, I guess introduces. Oh, introduces Balin. I think first, um, and sh- and then Shin. Yep, and he recognizes the name as being uh, General Balin. Uh, Skull of the Jedi Order. The Jedi Order. And, uh, but that uh, he's he's quite right that she'd be of use. You're quite you're quite right. Um, then the troopers uh, go and bring Sabine to Thrawn. Um, he goes on to the that he has uh, goes on to say that he has her to thank for for his escape from exile. And uh, she's you know. She's, what was that? Said, "Good job, Sabine." <laughs> yes, letting the cow out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, cat being Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn the cat. Uh, <laughs> Good name for a cat, actually. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. Here, yeah, Thrawny, Thrawny, Thrawny. <laughs> <laughs> um. First, yeah, she's obviously very quick with asking, like, where, where's Ezra? Um, and then he says, you know, ah, yes, that singular focus is uh, what will uh, reshape their galaxy. Ultimately. Well, said earlier she was single-minded thinking, so. Yep. But then, surprisingly, goes on to say he intends to honor Balin's agreement. And she actually, for a brief second, looked, kind of genuinely surprised about that. Um, mm-hmm. That, and that they'll also provide provisions, amount, and the latest intel on Bridger's whereabouts. Like, okay, I smell, <laughs> something smells fishy I smell, here. <laughs> I smell rat. Yeah. And then, um, he goes on to say, uh, I don't know, actually it was, uh, was it Enoch? They wanted to say, um, I don't remember if it's Thorne or Enoch here that says once they leave, she'll be stranded. Um, oh, that was I still think that was Thrawn. still Thrawn, yeah. yeah. And that he he could very well be dead anyway. Um, but then she quips that if he's fine, he definitely would have survived. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, she asks, "What kind of ride you got around here?" And it is, in fact, one of those wolf-like creatures, or a howler, which obeys the commands that, this is Enoch here, that's commanding it to sit, and to lie down, um, in order to, for uh, Sabine to mount said howler, and uh, Enoch goes on to warn of... uh, Nomads that wander and prey upon each other in the uh, whatever you call it, desert plains, whatever this 
particular terrain is. Um, yeah. And uh, hands her some weapons to boot, or I guess it's her lightsabers, right? Her weapons and her her guns and her light, the lightsaber. Yep. Blaster and saber. Um, but then he proceeds to say, "Die well," which I'm like, "Yeah, yeah this guy doesn't seem so bad." Die well. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then we see the big old stone doors slide open. Um, and she's off. She's off to the races. The races. Yeah. And then we see Shin is uh, mentioning that she's on a fool's errand. Oh, they're all kind of standing up, uh, looking out as uh, looking out, out above as Sabine takes off. And uh, yeah, Shin says it's a fool's errand. And uh, Thrawn goes on to say that they may follow him, meaning Shin and Balin. Um, and uh, so that they may once she finds uh, Ezra that they can destroy them both. Just like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Clever. Because clearly they Clever. haven't been able to find her up until, or him up until this point. Clever gal. So then out in kind of the wilderness, let's say, uh, <laughs> they, which is a, is a, despite being like kind of a, an arid, yeah, let's say arid landscape, not as not as uh this is a better looking landscape than uh Tatooine, let's say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would definitely take this over Tatooine. <laughs> yes. Um so maybe some actual vegetation going on here. Um we see uh Sabine using a some type of locating transmitting yeah, it's device. Just reading life signs basically. It's trying to like scan what's out there. Yep, and pretty quickly that gets shot out of her hand. Uh, we see her howler run off, and uh, gunfire ensues with, of course, the aforementioned nomads, uh, which are essentially the Tusken Raiders of this planet. From all I can, from all accounts, they even kind of sound like them. That'd be tr- that's fair to say. <laughs> they look they they look pretty different. But uh, yeah, they are pretty equipped. They're they're packing. <laughs> so they're uh, they're yeah, because they got blasters, unlike the Tuscan Raiders. Packing heat. Yep, and uh, they yeah, bunch of gunfire. Uh, that pretty quickly turns into close quarters combat. They actually end up taking her down, and that's when the lightsaber comes out. <laughs> Like, okay, no more Mrs. Nice Guy. Ms. Mm-hmm. Nice Guy. Uh, so she she makes, uh, yeah, makes waste of them pretty quickly. And uh, one of them, like, gets gets a lightsaber to the face. <laughs> it's kind of like, no, <laughs> no, it's a blaster bolt, I thought, because oh. she, like, reflects his blaster bolt. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and then she gets it. To- Gets down to one single one of the nomads, and that one just kind of like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Takes off. Um, and so she picks up that yeah, same device that got shot out of her hand and tells it's, uh, it's not looking very good shape. Tosses it down and just walks off frustrated. And back at the uh, base building temple, whatever the hell it is, area. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Balin and Shin ride off, uh, also on Howlers. Um, and uh, they are... Oh, yeah, then we get uh, Thrawn ordering to prepare two attack squads. Um, I think it's Morgan that wants more. But uh, he goes on to say the numbers have dwindled. They don't. They don't want to risk losing more, basically. And uh, Thrawn goes on to say escape is their primary objective. And uh, basically, that those two, <laughs> neither. He doesn't really care what happens to them. He just. Yeah, he doesn't care what happens to Sabine and uh, and uh, Ezra, of course, Ezra, Ezra or or. Uh, Shin and uh, Balin, for that matter. 
her mercenaries, as he refers to them. Yep. So then back out in the wilderness, we see, uh, <laughs> this was kind of an adorable scene, if I'm being honest. <laughs> She's kind of like scolding the howler. You ran off. You ran off. And uh, <laughs> so she goes, the howler goes running off to the right. And uh, Sabine walks off to the left. And then <laughs> you see the howler come back, like kind of whining, whimpering. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, see, this is the part I was talking about. That's, that's the awe that... Uh, <laughs> That was oh, appropriate yeah, yeah. for this scenario. Um, event she she pretty quickly, uh, yeah, like she can't she can't like look in those puppy dog eyes and be mad for too long. <laughs> and if those puppy dog eyes wanted to kill you, they probably could too. Yeah, it's because I would have thought for sure something like that would have been like a terrifying <laughs> monster, but <Right. laughs> turns out they're cute. Uh, so, uh, she ends up, uh, yeah, forgiving him pretty quickly. And, uh, around that time, that is when the Howler, who I don't think is named or wait, did we get, I didn't think it was named. not I yet. Didn't anyway. Name. Not um, yet, yeah. But the Howler sniffs, uh, something out. And so she gets, gets back on him and they ride off once more. Then, um, so they arrive at the area that the um, howler was sniffing out, uh, kind of a deserted, what looks to be kind of a clearing, I guess. And there's, uh, he starts, oh, I don't know why I said ties here. <laughs> tries, I think is what I was trying, like tries drinking or he does drink. It's a little unclear if there was actually water there or not. There was water there. He was drinking some water. Very minor. Oh, thirsty. Yeah, very minor. Must have been a very minor amount in this climate because, uh, yeah, I did find some water, so he was thirsty. And but it wasn't. It wasn't just thirsty because um, he ends up sniffing, <laughs> sniffing something that she's like, it's a rock, but turns out it's not a rock. It is, in fact, a Ninja Turtle. That's right. <laughs> uh, kind of. It's like it's like a turtle person, which is a uh, no, naughty, naughty. I'm going to say, n- at least that's the language. So I assume Not, that's. Naughty, 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 naughty. I don't know. Naughty, let's say naughty. Uh, um, and <laughs> tell the uh, howler is trying to go after this. This little guy, he's, he's a cute little turtle-looking guy. He's, uh, he's got like a high-pitched voice, um, but he's speaking the Noti language. And, and Sabine keeps telling Howler down, and or Tota, uh, in whatever language that is. And, I don't know what that is. Um, you tell that the little guy is uh, concerned of being hurt. Howler gets pretty excited, though, and uh, turtle gets a little excited. Uh, turtle gets a little excited right after that. It sees the rebel uh, logo on Sabine's armor, which, of course, didn't even think about this until just now. Sabine was uh, infamous for spray painting on everything in Rebels, mm-hmm. but uh, the the little guy goes on to show that he's actually got the rebel symbol. On a necklace under his garment, and um, pretty soon after that, all the other turtle folk wake up around him, <laughs> or they weren't really turtles sleeping. Turtles everywhere. Uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna bring this up, and uh, once we get a little bit further along here, but um, Sabine goes on to say, uh, tells tells the howler that he did good. He was a <laughs> he was a good dog. Good boy. Good, 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 good. He was good as doggo. Um so then um the agents uh catch up the sinister agents catch up with uh, <laughs> where she made work of the uh nomads and uh Balin can tell pretty quickly that she did in fact survive. I mean, 
yeah, <laughs> we see a bunch of bodies that's, and no Sabine yeah, body. Pretty... I think that's a pretty good sign. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's a part about he, he, um, yeah, Balin says he didn't know, um, Ezra, I think he was talking about here. Um, because that would, because he was, uh, he was a Jedi that was quote unquote bred in the wild. Uh, right, a Bulkan. Ah, yes. Bulkan Jedi is what they called him. Uh, and then Shin kind of asks it, if it's like like her, but he says no. He's like, oh, then that's me. And he's like, no, you're something more. Trained to be something even more, even greater. Yes, yes. Uh, he goes on to say that he, he doesn't, I think she straight up asks him if he misses the order, and he says he misses the idea of it, um, but that it's not the truth. Uh that it had weakness and that uh, there's no, no future there. And he sees uh, what, uh, what once was this uh, witch kingdom of Dathmiri. And uh, she's not kind of, she's it's not like she's down with it. <laughs> like she doesn't want to hang out here. <laughs> no, she's, she's like, I want to go back. I'm done. I want to go home. <laughs> she, she just sees a wasteland. Um, but he goes on to say, uh, Balin goes on to say, can't, can't you hear it? Can't you see it? Um, I wonder what we're going to, he's going to find. Cause I'm curious now what he's hearing and seeing. And then she's just like, I see bandits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he, uh, he's, he's like, he's okay with it. He's like, uh, we, we're not, you know, we don't need bloodshed in any, Goes on to say the enemy, the enemy of our enemy is our friend, for now. So then the uh, the Toidles go on to lead. Uh, oh, and let me quick say, so uh, this is clearly it's a different galaxy. It's it's can't be the same. But there were there were these turtle creatures in um, the uh, uh, Resistance show. But they were bigger creatures, and they were like the engineers. Turtle um, and a half shell. <laughs> so certainly, everything that would be on this planet, with the exception of the humans, um, would oh, be wow. uh, totally new to the Star Wars. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and say universe at this point. Basically. There's always galaxy before, but now if there's more than one. Galaxy. <laughs> we have entered a new galaxy. Yep. Um, so yeah, the turtles, they go on to lead Sabine and, uh, and her howler to a village, which uh, has a bunch of huts or ho- home-like small, small structures. Trailers. Yeah, they do come. I look like, it's like, it's like a little trailer park. <laughs> kind of turtle, turtle park but they also kind of resembled turtle shells themselves i thought um yeah yeah they did and um all i have to say about this is what were the what were they doing just lying out in the middle of nowhere i don't know like did they sense uh but he, i mean i yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> maybe so they was, were Maybe it was like a water collection thing or something. I don't know. But, uh, so, uh, yeah. They, uh, one of them, uh, one of them, what do we call them again? Noti. They present, uh, present Sabine a rock. <laughs> She's kind of like, uh, n- oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. She's like, uh, no, no thanks. Okay. Maybe it was food. <laughs> Uh, and then it's not too long before we finally, <laughs> and this was, this kind of got me a little bit, uh, teary eyed. I'll be honest. Like, uh, we see we here, I knew I could count on you and we see leaning against one of those trailers <laughs> is, uh, is of course Ezra Bridger. Yay! Who's looking more 
looking more like Kanan than ever. At least the last we saw of Kanan mm-hmm. with his uh, full beard going on, which damn Disney Twitter or Star Wars Twitter account spoiled for me. <laughs> I mean, it's my own fault, I admit, but like, can't look at that. Can't look at social media. Why do they got to post that shit t- two days after the damn episode aired? Like, ah, but anyway, I know they're trying to like build more. They're trying to bring people in more, but it's like, come on guys. Like you didn't put that in the trailer. You put Thrawn in the trailer. I get that, but you didn't put Ezra in the trailer for a reason. Like, or maybe they, I don't think they did. Did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> to be fair, we did see him in a hologram before this, but he was beardless. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, it was prior to him leaving on his trip with Thrawn. I had to comment on it, though. I had to like give him a little shade for that. <laughs> I'm just getting a little bit because I always, I always gave Star, like Star Wars fans always seem really good about not spoiling things, and then like, like except for Lucasfilm themselves, like, um, yeah, like, ah, huh, everyone saw it already. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'll never learn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we finally see him. And, uh, yeah. It's, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> of course, he had to he had to throw in a, though it sure took you long enough <laughs> in there. And she kind of, mm-hmm. she kind of chuckles. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, um, yeah, he said. Well, she said. Sabine says, "Well, you you know, you didn't you didn't tell anyone where you were going." And he said, "Well, yeah. I didn't know." Um, and uh, kind of like how Ahsoka doesn't know where they're going, like she said. <laughs> right. I, have, I have no idea where we're going. We're just gonna take a ride into a space wheel. Yep, and goes on to say, "Well, it worked, didn't it?" And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. And they hug. Yay, they embrace. Yay. Friends forever. And then we see the no, the no tea, the the toils are they're they're also a little portals. <laughs> they're a little excited to see. Hey. Yeah. A, a little cheering, a little excitement going on there. Uh and uh Yeah. Oh yeah. So then uh then Ezra goes on to say that uh the these his friends uh, oh yeah, glad that his friends found her. And then she says, it "Looks like you've got your own, ba- your very own band of rebels." Ah, uh, they said it. They said the name. Well, rebels. It's a different show, but <laughs> uh, she did say she did say it. She did. So then Ezra is like he's talk. He's expressing his confusion over how she why like how'd you get a howler like you. Um, and see the, the no tier, one of them tosses, uh, the howler, uh, I guess maybe, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, the, probably like you mentioned the same kind of thing they were trying to feed or trying to hand to, uh, Sabine, but, uh, <laughs> he like kind of gobbles that thing up real quick and they're kind of like, ah, um, mm-hmm. but she was not kind of, she's just not in the mood to talk about how she got there about, you know how she went up there also probably feeling a little guilty how she got there but uh you know she says can you just let me be happy that she found him found you um and uh they pretty quickly are saying uh Ezra's you know says they don't stay in one place for very long so that they gotta pack up and um, he says he can't wait to go home, mm, but also thanks her for, thanks her for coming. <laughs> um, just, only he knew. Yeah. This is, uh, it's kind of, kind of weird how it makes me question how they're packing up those trailers too. <laughs> like they all fold up somehow. I don't know. It's good question how that works. Um, yeah, unless this was already like <laughs> a settlement before or something. But, um, so then back at uh, 
back at the base building area. <laughs> um, need a better name for that. Um, we see uh, the, the the mothers. Uh, is that who's they start talking about the the threat of fate? Uh, speaking to others. Oh. I don't know if I meant other, oh, mothers is what I meant here. <laughs> Speaking to the mothers. Um, uh, that another comes, a Jedi, um, and that they uh, they ride the travelers, which is kind of confusing if you don't know they're talking about space whales. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thrawn. Girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a space dolphin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thrawn wonders. It's- Space guppy. Yeah. Thrawn uh, is wondering if the uh, if it could be the recently deceased Ahsoka Tano, which I thought was kind of funny that he just says recently deceased. <laughs> like, um, she's not a she's not a sister of Deathmere. Like she's <laughs> she's not dead yet. No. Tell he yeah he doesn't buy it. Uh, Balin. Uh, Morgan talks about how Balin assured her of of her death. Um, but uh, Thrawn goes on to say, uh, she he was he was also once a Jedi, so he's flawed as well. And uh, he wants to know the entire background of uh, of Ahsoka, uh, specifically, I think, because despite so Thrawn being in Rebels, uh. He must like did the he must know pretty little about her because Ahsoka's not like yeah I don't think they ever actually met right no they never met no I don't think they've ever face to face so right um and he goes on to tell um, Morgan that if if a star whale approaches. Destroy it with prejudice. Aw, poor Star Wales. Yeah, something, th- something tells me they're not like harpooning a, you know, Moby Dick or whatever. Like, it's... I, I feel mean, like they don't, don't they don't go down easy, I'm guessing. No. They probably have a... Their, their skin's probably tough, especially if they're going through hyperspace. And also, they're like bigger... They're probably like... Ten times bigger than a blue whale or something like. They don't seem small, even the smallest ones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then uh, he also mentions to the to the mothers. What do they call them? What kind of mothers? Great mothers. Great mothers. He uh, once again requires the aid of the dark magic, but M I G I C K is. How they spell that? Yeah, I think they're trying to not make it like how we spell it in the real world, but a different type. Of <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to confuse it with uh, with David Blaine. <laughs> right. They don't want to confuse it with our real magic we have in real life. <laughs> um, and then the great mothers proceed to say that the threat of destiny demands it. So it's already oh, it's already oh, already in the works. Which I'm guessing uh, may have something to do with those, with that transfer, that mm-hmm. aforementioned transfer. Mm-hmm. We're gonna I see. So we're gonna see we some got- necromania. We have two <laughs> more episodes. Necromancing. <laughs> we're gonna see. Have two more episodes. So, we'll see. Yeah, isn't that crazy, man? Two more episodes. Holy cow! And then it's Loki. Yes. That's six episodes. <clears throat> How the heck did I manage to talk for that long? <laughs> Just looking at the time now. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's just, yeah. <sighs> if you're not, if you don't take too many notes, you just, yeah. still, there's just always stuff to talk about. Good stuff. Good, good program. Now um, you lead on this one. Yeah, I sure do. I sure do. I sure...
four or five. I'm staying at four seven. Okay. Just because Thrawn and Ezra are back. <sighs> and in live action. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was and thinking like, of Ezra. Uh, and you got to see great the great mothers in live action. And you got to see the Chimera in live action with all its broken golden glory. So I'm like, it's it wasn't as good as it, it, well, I can't no the last one and this one I think are both equally good. Am I allowed so, to change my? <laughs> I guess sure. I've done you, it before, but uh, I think we're allowed because you did you did remind me how much how many goosebumps I got when we finally see Thrawn. Uh, his voice is what gets me. I'm like, man, that guy is. Scary if you met him in real life, a real person. Yeah, it's a pretty uh-huh. ominous scene. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on four seven this stuff. Yeah, because I think, yeah, it's like, was it better than the last one or was it the same? I don't know. It's, it's the same to me. I think. That I think I, equally. I think I'm thinking maybe it was a little better than last time. So. Checks out. Um, yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, I suppose we should call it a night. What do you think? Yeah, I got to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for thanks for staying on. All righty. Uh, hey, everyone. If you want to, uh, if you want to write us in, you can. You can do that. You can do that. We yeah, do yeah. have an email address. Do it, do, it, do it. I think I. Yeah. I think I would receive it if you if you sent. If you sent them, we, we get your email. It's usually how email works. <laughs> DesNerdsPlus at gmail.com as long as, you, as long as you're not spam. <laughs> uh, DesNerdsPlus.com is the website. Recording the next, uh, yeah, I think the next two Thursdays, 8.30 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash shavemadox. You can find Mike at cool as a cucumber and you can find me at shavemadox. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Herschel, again. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. Later. Have a great night. And may the force be with you.